Welcome to Crunch Town Sports Podcast. My name is Jack. And I'm Cal. And I'm Lawrence. And we will focus on various sports topics that affect players, coaches, and the entirety of sports leagues. So join the conversation in the Crunch Town community. Welcome to the Crunch Town Sports Podcast. I'm your boy Chon. And I'm your boy Bone. And today we're going to talk about the uh, NFL Virtual Draft. As you know, it's official now. I know we mentioned it earlier in one of our podcasts. But now it's official, so let's get to it. All right, Bones. So, what do you think the pros are of the virtual draft? I think the pros are that you're not getting contaminated by anyone and that you're not making anyone get sick. Um, You're able to spend time with your families and that, you know, it gives a different, different experience. What about you, Sean? What do you think your um, your, your cons are? Well, well, how you just go jump for cons, man? You gotta you gotta <laughs> ask me what my pros are. You know, what I can ask some different. Man, I I feel like it's it's good, man. I mean, that's the only option we can go to at this moment. Uh, we can't allow physical contact with each other. You know, have to stay six feet away from each other. Like uh, Fifty said, bad, 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 bad. Give me sit, give me fifty feet. Well, give me sit. Give me uh, six feet. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, it's good for uh, all the general managers, the owners, the coaches. Um, I like I like how they've been doing the virtual uh, interviews with the players. Uh, I feel like they can move forward, th- forward with that in the future, just in case, like, the player's not able to uh, meet with them in person if they're, like, sick or something's going on with their family or something like that. I feel like that's good for them to move forward with. Um, I feel like it's a good idea. Uh, what do you think the cons are, Bone? I think the cons are is less, um, less physical contact. So they don't really get to able to fully examine what the player's thoughts are. And it doesn't allow for the executives to really get a full understanding of the players, they just have to kind of go off the tape. So it makes it kind of hard for them to, you know, interview them and get to know them. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I agree, man. Those face-to-face interactions, those, those are always needed. Uh, like the pro days that are going on, the players, they have to do virtual pro days because, uh, you know, you can't go and meet the player in person. So you have to... Uh, uh, watch them visually. You gotta watch them through video, and I know sometimes you like to have that talent there for you to see in person. Uh, you like to see them run certain drills in person instead of uh, uh through video through virtual. Um, yeah, like uh, this one player, uh, Jalen Rager, wide receiver from TCU. He ran like a four five in the combine, but his pro day he ran a four two. So I think he would have broken the record. But the thing is that something's not right. Uh how do you go from a four five to a four two? Now I know he lost a little bit of weight since the combine, so maybe that has something to do with it. But uh yeah. <clears throat> the face to face interactions, I feel like you need that. Uh you need to run the players through certain drills. 
you got to ask players certain questions that they're only able to display on a football field. Uh, Bone, so what do you think about, um, how do you think it's affecting the draftees, the draft prospects? I think some of them don't really love, I think some of them don't really like it that much. Um, yeah, it gives them time for their family and everything like that, but they don't get the whole experience of getting up after going to go shake Roger Goodell's handshake and, you know, holding the uniform, holding the, the team uniform up that they picked or whatever the case may be. It makes it kind of, it, it's less difficult for them. It makes it harder to actually want to, you know, get drafted. Yeah, I agree, man. It's, it's basically the same as you was to attend a game. Uh, you're not gonna have no audience there. It's it's just gonna be silence. You ain't gonna hear. All you ain't gonna see all the different fans. You ain't gonna hear any cheers, any boos. Uh, you're not gonna be able to hold the jersey up, as you said. Uh, take a picture with the commissioner, shake his hand. Uh, able to talk to the uh, broadcasting team and. Give shout-outs to your family members that were not able to attend the draft. Uh, I feel like that's that's going to really – it's going to be – it's going to have a different feel to it. And it's, it's just going to feel weird. But hopefully uh, with technology, they'll make it seem somewhat realistic. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's that, that sucks, man, the coronavirus. Uh the players can't experience a real draft. Like, they can't have the real draft experience. So, that sucks. Uh, yeah. So, how do you feel like it uh, affects the GMs? Um, the GMs aren't liking it one bit. Um, I think they are it's forcing them to reevaluate a lot of things. And it's forcing them to look at things at a whole broader perspective. Um it causes them to think more outside the box and less on a single linear style of, of, of what they've been doing. Yeah, I agree, man. It makes things complicated. Um, since they can't go out and talk to the players or they can't meet with with uh, the coaching staffs and they all get together and go out and look at these players and watch them practice and do certain drills and ask them certain questions, I feel like that hurts them a lot. And it's going to also hurt them when you actually have to, well, you can't even meet up. We can't meet up with your coaches still, you know. So everybody has to talk to each other through FaceTime or Zoom or whatever they want to use. So that's going to be a lot difficult, you know, because uh, I know certain GMs, they just leave it up to their personnel guys, their scouts to uh, help them with their decision-making and uh, drafting a player. Like uh, a few years ago uh, when we had drafted Zach Martin, uh, uh, Jerry Jones, he wanted to draft Johnny Mazzell that draft, but Stephen Jones and uh, our director of player personnel, Will McClay, they told him not to draft uh, Johnny Mazzell. Uh, they felt like Zach Martin, he was a better pick. And as you can see now, Zach Martin's still in the league. Johnny Mizzo is not. So, and Zach Martin has been to multiple Pro, pro Bowls. And arguably, he's our best offensive lineman. Uh, so, that's an example there on how uh, the decision-making 
goes, like how the decision making goes in a draft or war room. So I feel like that's going to be difficult because you can't have the draft war room since everyone has to be on Zoom or FaceTime. So, uh, yeah, Bo, so, yeah, uh, how do you feel about uh, the owners? How does it affect them? The owners, the owners don't really like it that much. Um, it's less, it's more money coming out of their pockets. Um, they don't get the full experience neither. So it's like they have to just kind of go about it, like willy nilly, per se. Yeah, I agree, man. Oh, and I don't know if these people have the technology to even um, hold these visual uh, meetings. So, yeah, they're spending money if they don't have the proper equipment and technology that they need to uh, do these visual meetings and stuff like that. Uh, So, uh, yeah, um, the owners, yeah, like I said, it affects Jerry Jones because he's heavily involved in everything. As you know, if you're a Cowboys fan, you know Jerry, he has to always be in the middle of something. So he's he's heavily involved in our drafting, uh, drafting players. So uh, I know uh, I know him and uh, him and uh, Steven. Uh, <laughs> it's been a joke. It's been a joke going around saying that him and Steven will have the advantage. Well, I don't see how, because even. They've been in the war room together, so I don't I don't see where you're getting the advantage from. They've been around each other doing many drafts in the war room, so I don't understand that one. It doesn't make uh pretty much sense to me. Uh Sabon, how do you feel about that? I think that it forces both of them to think outside the box. And it forces them to kind of reevaluate certain aspects of it. You feel me? Like, they're not going to be able to have a war room. So, it's going to make them be more hands-on. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. So, uh, I mean, we, we basically kind of talked about it already, but just to go more in-depth with it, how do you feel like it'll, it'll affect the scouting department? The scouts, they're definitely not liking that one bit. They're not even uh, able to actually scout certain players because they don't know the measure. I mean, they know the measurables and everything like that, but they don't, they can't really go off of the drills and how they perform in those departments, in that department, per se. Yeah, man, that, that sucks. They can't go out and <clears throat> see the drills and see these players in person. So, uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, better scouting. Uh yeah, um, it sucks because it's really hard to evaluate a player if you can't see them up and close and personal. So um, I feel like that's gonna be very difficult for the scouts. Um, I hope that teams were able to get uh the best players that fit their teams or whatever needs that they have. I hope they get it right. I know it's gonna be kind of difficult during this tough time, but hopefully they can get it right. I agree with you on that one, fam. I definitely hope they get it right. All right, so uh, personnel, personnel department. Uh, 
it's pretty much the same as scouting, but uh, with personnel, it's more like they go more in depth with it uh, to see like how they actually fit the team and like what personnel groupings that they can uh, put those players in and whatever they can, uh, whatever situations that they can get out of those players, like the best situation for that player. So how do you feel like it affects uh, the personnel department, Lawrence? I think the personnel department it affects them greatly because it doesn't allow them to truly get a full grasp of who that person is and what that person, how that person can help the team. Like such as with uh like with Tua comp Tua or Tua for Landon, they don't really know how he how he truly fits the team. They know he's a quarterback. But they don't know if he'll gel with the other players right now. Yeah, man, I agree. It's it's gonna be really troublesome for the players that that are coming out for injuries or players that have uh, question marks, and some players that are already like their draft stock is already like uh, decreasing or going downward. Uh, I feel like that sucks for them because they don't have a. Uh, opportunity to uh, up their draft stock. So that's going to hurt a lot of players uh, that are question mark players that are, oh, well, he could be a first-round player if so-and-so, if he stays healthy or he cleans up his route running or if he cleans up his tackling or if he's fast enough or is he strong enough. Uh, yeah, I feel like that, that that's going to, oof, that's going to affect a lot of players. Uh, but, you know, at least we still going to have a draft. So, I expect ratings to be sky high since it's no more basketball, no more XFL. Uh, I feel like the ratings is going to be sky high. It's probably We're probably going to have, like, the highest ratings for any draft in, in the world. I mean, in history. Uh, I agree. I definitely agree with you on that. I think this draft will allow it to be more watched because that's the only draft that's going to be going on right now. So you have no choice. Like, if you want to watch sports, you kind of have to watch the draft a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I know me and you, we love the draft. We watch it every year. Um, but for the people that don't watch the draft a lot or that's not really interested in it, that's where the more viewers going to come in because it's, it's nothing else to watch. There's no other sports to watch. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, you know, we got a couple of weeks into the draft. You know, I can't wait. Can't wait to see what we're going to do with our first-round pick. Uh, hopefully, we could possibly get another weapon for Dak or a cornerback to help out our secondary because our secondary is depleted due to the absence of uh, Byron Jones. Uh, <clears throat> or we could show up the defensive line, get an edge rusher on the defensive tackle. Um, you know, I'll be fine with any one of those moves. You know, whatever players available. Um, my philosophy is uh, you get the best player available, regardless of position or uh, what side of the ball, whether it's offensive or defensive player. You get the best player that's available. If they fit your team, then get them. If they slide down to they slide down the first round and they get to where you have to pick, you better be running up to the podium 
well, in this case, you can't run up now <laughs> since it's virtual. But you better, um, I don't know, text the commissioner or Thank FaceTime them and be like, hey, Something. hey, man, this is who I want to draft, you know, be excited, you know. But hey, boss. Uh, how do you feel? You know, the draft's a couple of weeks. So, uh, are you getting excited, man? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. Like, definitely, definitely. It's about time. I'm excited to see who's gonna pick up since Emmanuel Sanders left us. So it, 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 it definitely a good portion. Of, it, it, it's a good time to be a sports fan right now. Man, recently in my dress, man, I've been seeing them. Y'all, y'all getting CD Lamb? Like I, they said, CD Lamb slide seen, down to y'all. I seen him. I seen CD Lamb. I seen Lavishka Le- Chanel. I seen was it Jerry Judy? I think it was. I think it was Jerry Judy. I seen, and it was T Higgins, another one from Clemson. Yeah, I, I seen them for. I know for sure. Man, either any one of those players, that would be fine for y'all. But y'all got to get somebody like CD Lamb or Jerry Judy. Woo, with uh, Debo Samuel. Easter. Oh, my God. Talking about, talking about is, is, is that going to be the next, uh, is that going to be a rematch in the Super Bowl? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pharrell, hold on. <laughs> it was a little too early for uh, Super Bowl talk. First, we got to wait and see if we got our actual season. <laughs> you got to wait till the draft pass by first. You got to wait sure we're going to have off-season programs, training camps, mini camps. You got to wait for all this stuff to unfold first. I know you're excited, but hold on, hold on. Yeah, I feel you, Sam. I feel you. Somebody can't hold that excitement in, man. The dogs that excitement, they can hold on you. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm getting excited myself. But, you know, we got to calm down a little bit. You know, you don't know what's going to go on. Things change every every single day. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and go, you guys. This wraps up this episode, and... Y'all tune in to uh, all the rest of our episodes are uploaded right now on buzzsprout.com. Check us out on Apple Podcast if you got an iPhone. Yeah, or Spotify or Stitcher. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Crunch Time. I mean, Crunch underscore Time Twenty. Sorry, you guys, I had changed the Instagram name, so I keep getting stumbled up. Uh, follow us on Crunch Time uh, at Facebook. And at Twitter. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks again.